What's up? Thank you for coming back to the Blanket Burritos. This is our second episode. If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm Emily. Welcome. I'm Sarah. Um, and yeah, this is our uh, holiday <gasps> holiday episode. Holiday episode, we can call it. I, guess. Really, I mean, did we make it holiday themed? I don't think we did. No, it's just during the holidays. That's all that makes it a holiday episode. <laughs> <laughs> It was supposed to be a very special birthday episode, but someone got sick on their birthday. So Me. <laughs> I can't see you raise your hand. <laughs> I was the one who felt a little um, phlegmy and sinusy, and then I'm pretty sure I'm convinced myself that I have corona, but there's mm-hmm. a very good chance that I don't. But mm-hmm. I'm going to still sit like this till I get my result on Thursday. So, oh, but. It was my third birthday on the tw- on the twenty seventh, and I turned twenty six. So congratulations! Thank you. Finally Thank you. caught up with the rest of your grade. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, the, I'm always the baby of the grade. It, That's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun, like when everyone else is turning twenty one. I'll tell you that. And then oh, like, everyone shit. goes to the bars and they're like, I guess we can get lunch with you another day. And I'm like, well, that's depressing. Like, <laughs> I never even thought about that before. Oh, that really I was, does suck. I was smart though. I studied abroad in Italy the fall before I was going to turn 21. So I could drink there. And then I came home, turned 21, and I could drink in the US. So. Oh, see, that's what you got to do, December babies. Yeah. Anyone born late, go study abroad the year of your 21st birthday you can drink all you want and your age does not matter that's true life tips (laughs) we're learning so much life tips (laughs) so for those of you that don't know we start off our podcast with tarot and our oracle reading so we pull cards for you and it's timeless so it's just when you're listening to this if it's relevant to you obviously take resonates leave the rest use your discernment blah 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 Sarah do you want to start off (laughs) sure um it's interesting I I mean now that so I got community Mm, love that show and then I also same Um, (laughs) then I also got poise and she's like a very saucy like living her best life beautiful um and i i I think so community is typically saying like you know you're not alone you're like part of something Mm -hmm. um you feel like you belong to like a bigger group and maybe if you don't and you think like your contributions are like not that great like they still matter you know Mm -hmm. they still matter to because it's part of a bigger picture right um and then poise is saying like being ready and like just like a start of like a new thing and just they're saying that um i think it it said something about like um you're ready even though you don't think you are kind of thing like have confidence in yourself like you're Mm. you're you know you're ready to like take on this new thing you got what you need all your skills are there you got them like don't worry love those because it's so true that like we already have everything we need with inside of us it's just our limiting beliefs keeping us from them yeah I love those how do you oh I'll just tell you mine and then we can talk about maybe how because I feel like you you have an insight onto how they correlate well you go and then I'll explain what something I don't know so I pulled 
first the tower, which like don't panic if you guys run know. away. Everyone's gonna. <laughs> No, because it's from, I should say what decks they're from. So this one's from the Alchemical Visions Tarot, which has, like, been my favorite tarot to pull lately. Mm. Um, and so, like, it has a little bit of a different meaning. It's um, So basically they're saying, like, I really feel like this is talking about, um, like, the split between 5D and 3D. Um, for those of you that don't know what that is, I don't know if we talked about that in our last podcast, did we? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. Well, 3D living is very fear-based. It's living in the polarity, black and white, and... uh, oh, Like, what you see is what you get. Like, you only believe what's in front of you kind of thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's very limiting. It's not very conducive to, like, love. It's all about, like, the self and every man for himself kind of mentality, whereas, like, the 5D is unconditional love and, like, gray areas and, like, just because somebody does something bad doesn't mean they're a bad person. Um, But usually if you're in that unconditional love, benevolent aura energies anyway, like, you're most likely not intentionally going to do anything bad. But I think it's talking about... um, the timeline split between the 3D and the 5D and how um, a lot of people are talking about how uh, Bashar said this on one of his Bashar is a channeler, he's a great alien look it up (laughs) but he said that the people that are in the 5D are going to be looking at people in the 3D and seeing like what's happening in the chaos around them Mm -hmm. but not really like it not really affecting them so it's like not letting the 3D stuff affect you. Um, so, like, the tower would represent, as like, 3D almost. Yeah, know? just, like, because there's going to be, I feel, like, a collapse of the system. And as we move more towards 5D consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to cause a lot of people to freak out. And if they take things at face value instead of maybe digging a little deeper, it might scare a lot of people and they're not awake so they don't you know it's not their fault that they're freaked out and they don't understand what's going on they just see it for what it is um but for you guys it's kind of like suggesting like hey let's not get caught up in that because we have it clarified by the queen of wands who um is behind this beautiful sunflower Ooh, i know Are these like the big, the big cards that are like the size of, oh, I'm so excited. Sorry. They're like almost the size of my head, but I I just love them so much. I, (laughs) um, but anyway, like in this card, it has like an all seeing eye and like the leafy wand and lions all around it. So it's, and like lots of roots. So it's saying like, stay grounded. Don't let what's happening in the tower. Cause there's a lot of chaos. There's like a volcano happening, people flying everywhere in this, like affect oh. Cause it's going to be easy too. So, yeah. So what were you thinking was the correlation if there was any? Uh, visually, which is like stupid. Cause it doesn't make sense with it. Like the community, like it has a little, like almost like the idea of the tower is like, it's like a structure that wasn't built on strong foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, there's like a little structure in here, which I thought oh. was very interesting. Um, but I think these are like kind of more correlating with like the idea of like, like um, the 5d where it's like, you already have what you got. Like just, mm-hmm. you got what it takes just, you yes. know, and 
you're you're part of something bigger like just be don't think that like you're just like you you're don't not matter alone. yeah yeah because there's going to be lots of things crumbling around you especially things that don't match your vibration and it's going to be hard and it's going to be hard not to give into some of the 3d stuff but you have to keep going and you do have a community like you have us you have probably a bunch of other people i don't know but like yeah. just because they're not there in the physical does not mean that they don't exist right. are people who are going to support you okay so for our next segment we do this thing where we read from the new york times article it's called 36 questions to make you fall in love and as usual our goal is to um make you fall in love with us so that you want to watch this podcast so we're going to be answering two questions every single podcast and by the 36th one we'll have like a whole slew of people just crazy in love with us um that's the goal <laughs> yeah it is and um may or may not leave this in, but hannah bread talk if you're listening hit me up <laughs> <laughs> emily loves this woman on um tiktok that makes bread which like to be fair like i don't know if i've actually found her like on my for you page but like bread bread talk is like one of my favorite places to be so i can only imagine how awesome it is like oh my god she's so beautiful and like she, oh it's fine it's fine she has a girlfriend right now and i'm happy for her but i'm just i'm just really heartbroken right now but it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine okay so sarah do you want to read the first question do you have it up yes okay if you could wake up tomorrow and have gained any one quality or ability what would it be Boy, do you have an answer to this? Um, I think I do. I think to to for me to be more bold, I would say I don't necessarily do things like you know and spur of the moment. I would say like I rethink things multiple times. It literally took me six months to convince myself I wanted Disney Plus. So <laughs> um, I'm still convinced, trying to convince myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> so just I think be more bold I think be more in the moment sometimes I think sometimes I I think too much about it you know mm, that's a really beautiful answer did you think about that beforehand or did that just come to you um I mean I think I think I've I've always like thought that like I'm like ooh, that's like one thing I don't have like I'm not a bold like spontaneous person so that was gotta get easy. some gumption yeah <laughs> Uh, for me, I mean, it's my usual answer of, like, ability of not letting anybody affect me, mm. being totally present in the moment, and very Eckhart Tolle, and not letting anyone, like, even phase me, because I feel like I'm very, I don't feel like I'm reactive, but because I don't yell at anyone, it's all internal, but I still get very, very emotionally affected by it and I wish I didn't. Right. So just maybe just not, not having emotion. No, <laughs> no I mean, you could, you could try the, the, what Sarah did when she was a young, a young, a young little bean. Ooh, what was that? Just be clueless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've tried that and, um, Actually, that did work out for me very well for a very long time. 
<laughs> like so when I was younger and I didn't realize this till like now when I was older like there have been a lot of moments I guess when I was a kid that like people I think were definitely making fun of me but like I didn't realize it and I was just like in my own planet having a great great old time and then it's not fun when you want to bully someone when they don't react right so then they just leave you alone and that's what happened to me so <laughs> it's hard when it's people who you have an impact on your environment like if it's work or something because but it's so interesting because they're I feel like they're so non-consistent uh it's it's hard to uh it's just hard Mm -hmm. to not have a reaction because it's like I could try to prepare for what's going to happen but if you're not consistently like mean or consistently nice it's like Oh, yeah. No, I I understand. (laughs) I'm so like, I just I'm so stressed out because I like I am a Taurus South node. I like stability and not knowing like or not being able to prepare or like have consistency in my life is extremely upsetting. (laughs) So you're a Taurus South node too, right? Yeah. Is that like a generation thing or is that um, like know, we're actually. just special? <laughs> I have no idea. That's actually a very like good a really question. big kawinky dink. Ooh, wait, should we go to the second question? Because then we can like get all kawinky dink about it. Okay. Ooh, what is it? What is it? It says take four minutes to tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Oh shit, I don't want to do this. Why did I agree well, to so but here's the thing I don't think we have to do that but I think we can talk about how we know each other and like and like like because that kind of goes through like our whole like Sarah the science that we need to get them to fall in love with us so the science is we have to tell them our whole life story but only the things that we feel comfortable telling yeah yeah okay all right do you want to go first my whole life story that's like a lot um, in four um, minutes so i'm gonna time you so oh my timer runs out you're effed if you don't <laughs> no one's gonna fall in love with you i feel very stressed <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready sure go um well i'm sarah and i was born as we talked about my birthday was yesterday december 27th mm-hmm. um i am iranian So I grew up Iranian, which is cool. Both of my parents are from Iran and they came here for school and met each other and got married. Um, I went to school and stuff like that, like grade school in Connecticut, um, which is how like we know each other, but there's more to that story. We'll get back. We'll get back. Um, And yeah. And then I went to college in Penn state. Um, I did a bachelor's in architecture um, moved to New York and now I'm working in an architecture firm. Ooh, I had a dog. That was fun. We loved him. Um, he just died cause he was old like a year ago. Don't feel bad. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but he was amazing. He was a little fluff ball. Made me feel like it was like the best thing ever. And how am I doing on time? You have three minutes. <gasps> Ooh, I was so stressed. I said most of it in like one minute. <laughs> You went so fast. It was amazing. You were so um, worried that the viewers would not love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Um, um, you could talk about your other pets. Oh, so I had a bunch of, I had parakeets. I had like hamsters and stuff. I want to get a cat. Um, mm. Hopefully this year at some point, a hypoallergenic cat. Um, very excited about that. 
Um, what type of things did you learn in your life? Ooh, that's good. I mean, recently, I guess I learned because like I very I came up like growing up with like um, you always like the idea is like you give and give and stuff like you give a lot because then that means you you get a lot back or just out of, out of like the goodness of your heart or something let's just say but I've learned recently that there has to be a balance and sometimes you need to like you know fill yourself up before you start giving to other people because if you don't have anything in yourself like you're literally going to be negative depleted so that's a big one um also like standing up for myself that was hard because I'm also like pretty shy so and get very anxious so (laughs) still working on that I mean granted for reasons but uh (laughs) yeah yeah well you still have one minute so (sighs) I don't know how you're gonna fill this (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think this is why I had you go first so that I could observe and then try to try to- I literally like went through my whole life story and ooh, well okay I'm gonna end in a funny story my I got my dad these pizza socks with gloves <laughs> and um he told me that he wears them outside for informal occasions but ooh. formal occasions he'll wear other socks so I'll let you guys interpret what that means <laughs> I was gonna make a dirty joke, but then I was like, "No, that's your parents. I can't say it." <laughs> that's he means informal occasions, like going to the grocery store or just going to pick something up. But like work, he can't wear the pizza socks. That's a formal occasion. It's not gay if you leave your socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Two, yeah. one. Okay, <laughs> that's great. That was a really great. Uh, that was a really great story. Um, it's interesting to hear people's life stories and how they talk about themselves because yours is really built on like uh, where you've been and like your material successes. And that's like very Capricornian. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how, like what a person interprets as like their life story and what's important to them through that. Um, whereas like, mine would just be like, oh, well, I had this trauma and that helped me learn this. And then well, this happened, and <laughs> I'm here to time I'm, you. I don't even know what's going to come out of my body. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let me know when you're emotionally ready for to start this. <laughs> I need a second. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Three, I'm so sorry in advance. <laughs> two, one. Uh, I was born. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say where I was born. <laughs> I was born... <laughs> this is starting off really great. I was, I was born in Connecticut. Um, and my parents lived together. Uh, but then they got divorced after me being like six months because my dad's an abusive poopy head. Um, and then we lived with my grandma for a while. And that was really great because my grandma kind of became like my second mom. And we got really, really close. And I, I love my grandma. She passed away when I was six, though. So that was really, that was my first experience with death. And it, it's interesting to, we, sh- we could talk about like grief as an adult versus a child. Because I feel like it's very different. 
I get so distracted. It's hard for my ADHD brain not to go on tangents. Okay, so we moved in with grandma, and then my mom met my stepdad, uh, who's awesome sauce. They're like they're total twin flames. It's great. Uh, and so we moved in with our we got a place with him. Well, if we're talking about pets, I had this great cat named Mo. And he was my favorite thing. He was so fat and such a troublemaker, but I loved the heck out of him. He was completely a Taurus. <laughs> and it's funny because he shares the same birthday with like three people that I know that I'm very close to. Oh, what birthday? Uh, what? what? When is it, When was his birthday? April 28th. Oh, he is a Taurus. I, I know. Ugh. Probably started my love for Tauruses. I love Tauruses. Um, but he passed away in high school and that was actually like really, really hard for me because like I was, I just loved him and I never thought I was ever going to like want another pet again or like love another pet again. And turns out I did, but wow, what a lesson. Anyway, um, I grew up like really religious, not me particularly being religious, but how much time do I have right now? A minute and 26 seconds. All right. Well, uh, the religion thing kind of like was really fucky because, you know, manipulative people and they use religion to try to like control people. And I was got told I was going to hell constantly. Um, oh my God. I know it's fun. And uh, that, that had all sorts of implications that we can get into in another episode. Uh, and I went to uh, a music conservatory for a couple years and then decided like, nah, that's not my shtick. My stepdad died, came home. Um, then I went to like another college. That was really fun. Um, and then I went to another college, but at that point I was like kind of old and grumpy and just wanted to like get through it and kids were partying and I was really upset about it. And uh, then I went to grad school, failed out and now I'm here. <laughs> And did a bunch of other jobs. Did I make it? <laughs> 25 seconds to spare. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, I just feel like I just rushed through a bunch of stuff that I could explain, but that would take way more than 25 seconds. Oh, no. Um, well, basically, I just want you to let you know I'm a master in grief. So we can have like a whole grief episode. It could just... Oh, is it over? It's is over. It... Okay, cool. We can have so... a grief episode. We can, because, like, you've had experience also. Yeah, very strange um, how I deal with grief, I guess. I don't know if it's strange. Ooh, I want to know this off the air, and we'll save it for another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Off the air, like we're on radio. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. That was really stressful and I didn't like that. So mm-hmm. I hope you're happy and falling more and more in love with us. <laughs> okay. And then that is a beautiful segue into our next segment, which is... How do we know each other? Woo! Sarah, how do we know each other? Um, so this is a fun story, I think. It's cute. We, like, I think we spent, like, I think two nights ago, we literally went through our whole, like, past. It was a whole thing. Remembering all the people in, like, school and stuff. Um, so we know each other. We went to preschool together a very, very long time ago. We both lived in the same, grew up in the same town. Mm -hmm. Um, we went to preschool together. And I remember, so my, my, um, my, what I remember 
was I just remember like you because of your hair. Like I remember your hair. Those and are then, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember we went, I went to elementary school. You went to a different elementary school than me, but then we went to the same middle school because I think there's like six different elementary schools that funnel into two middle schools that funnel into one high school in our town. So your elementary school and my elementary school went to the same middle school. And that's when I met Emily again. Yes. Um, so like we lost each other for like five years and then we found each other in middle mm-hmm. school. And I just remembered her because her hair was still very similar. Like she, and so, um, I don't know. We became friends there. We got closer in like high school and stuff and then closer ever since. So, yeah. So my story is, um, and has to do with what we were talking about earlier in the episode. So I remember meeting Sarah again and we both got dropped off really early in middle school and we had to like wait in the cafeteria. (laughs) And we both had mutual friends who were like, how do I describe them? I mean, they weren't outright, well, okay, so this this goes back to basically me saying I was oblivious for people making fun of me or bullying me, basically. (laughs) And um, they weren't, like, I wouldn't say they're, like, malicious people. They were just, you know, you're in middle school, like... Just what you do. People make fun of people, like, you're going through puberty, whatever. I was on a different planet having the best time whatever like <laughs> Sarah was telling this story about a dream she had about like canoeing up a waterfall with her dog or something and I was sitting there cracking up at this story like this girl is the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life and then I see um the two girls who were, <coughs> were mutual friends with and just like shaking their head like no don't do it like don't don't get hurt like don't don't encourage this <laughs> and I'm like but it's so funny <laughs> I was too weird for them, basically. And they were pretending. They were laughing, but, like, I guess I didn't realize they were, like, you know, making, like, just, like, looks. Yeah. But, like, again, I was also clueless on another another planet. So, like, (laughs) it didn't matter to me. Yeah. And then we were in the same homeroom for seventh grade. We did have a lot of fun eighth grade memories because do you want to tell them about the planetarium incident? This was a good thing. So we, the guidance counselor took us all our whole eighth grade into the planetarium. We had a planetarium in our um, yeah, school awesome. um, that like didn't work really. Like it was all old and broken, but it was cool. Like it was so cool. I was in the astronomy club when that existed. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. They kept telling us it's broken. And I'm like, well, no, then why do you want us to touch it? Oh, well, yeah. That's, no, it very much worked. That's, <laughs> that's bummer. Like, I didn't, I wasn't going to touch it, but I just wanted to know, like, what, you know, like, turn it on. Like, I want to see what's happening. Like, <laughs> anyway, they took us all to the planetarium and sat us down. And then our guidance counselor, because there was only one guidance counselor for the whole school, came and starts, like, losing his mind at us and he's like you guys are the best class you're turning to the worst class Ooh, we have landlines here what's happening someone pick up the phone please because i feel like i always accidentally not press mute so then i don't know which button it is and stuff um but so they were like now you're the worst class and get he's like i'm so disappointed in all of you and we're all like what the hell what's happening we're like what's going on we don't understand what did we do (laughs) he's like people are going to the woods and having sex and doing drugs and like it was like two people 
out of like a 90 person class so everyone in this class is sitting there very confused and yeah. just like what <laughs> <laughs> and he our guidance counselor is getting very emotional about this and just like telling us that we're the worst and like mm-hmm. it was literally only like two people in our whole class that was going into the woods and like doing drugs and maybe having sex I don't know um everyone else was just a confused eighth grader being like what is he talking about um and then also, this is the same guidance counselor that told us that we have no friends. Yeah. Um, you can only consider someone your friend if you've been known them for 10 years. So once me and Emily hit our 10-year mark, oh, man, we had a party. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he came in sixth grade. So imagine a bunch of little 11-year-olds in science class just sitting there. And then he goes, you have no friends. And we're all like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta love middle school. <laughs> That was middle school. Uh, um, And I think we also just really bonded because, like, no one is weird like us but us. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. It's so true. Because I remember, okay, I needed to, because this is, like, literally the epitome of, like, no one else understands us. Um, (laughs) I was in college, and I found this really funny meme about Valentine's Day. And it was, like, something about poop like because poop is funny to me um and so I sent it to Emily and then I sent it to my other friend in college and she was sitting right next to me in the computer lab <laughs> she gets it the girl that's sitting next to me looks at him and is like Sarah what's wrong with you like why like what is wrong with you actually and then I sent it to Emily Emily's response was like that's amazing I love it so much this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen and I was like see that's how I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I think for me especially, um, it was nice to have somebody that didn't pressure you to hang out all the time or like understood when you were like, hey, I just need like a no pants day and like nobody look at me, nobody think about me, nobody smell me, talk to me, remember I exist. Um, And you were the only person at that point in my life that like, still a lot to this day that like understands that I need that right want that um and we don't get offended if the other person's like i just feel like i need to like die and come back to life just give me like a day (laughs) yeah (laughs) like tomorrow we will be reborn (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah so it was nice having that because i i don't know if our school was full of extroverts or something and i'm an extrovert by trade but I'm an ENFP, so, like, they're the most introverted of the extroverts we take in a lot, uh, but, and, and because of that, we can be, like, really, like, woo, but it also means that, like, after a big party, we'll need, like, three days of recuperation to just process everything we took in, but, and that's probably why I'm primarily only friends with introverts, because they are the ones that get it, and I, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is about extroverts, but, like, I, I've had a lot of extrovert friends that just get really upset and offended when I'm like, no, man, I just can't. Like, <laughs> Well, the thing is, the idea is that extroverts, like, get more energy being around people, so they don't necessarily, like, understand what you or I mean, because mm-hmm. introverts lose energy. They get more energy when they're like, I'm going to go sit in a corner, yeah. recharge. Like, extroverts get recharged by being around people, so it's, like, a different... Um, yeah that's fair like I don't know yeah that makes sense like if you haven't experienced that other side like I don't think I experience it truly like you do but I do understand the need to like recuperate after right right seeing people 
<laughs> I remember spending, I don't know if it was like spending time with people for the first time in like forever or like FaceTiming them or something, but I spent like a good five hours with somebody and I was awake all night because I had so much energy. <laughs> that's so funny I was like the opposite where like everyone else by like the summer was like I'm over this quarantine and I'm like I'm fine I'm like thriving now I feel a little now it's getting to me a little bit but like it took a whole year so (laughs) yeah I did I did Um, and meanwhile I think the rest of us are like kind of adjusted and you're like out there like this isn't fair All right. What? <laughs> I said I have to pee. I've been having to pee so badly lately. My bladder has been like. Okay. So there was a moment where I was drinking my tea before you came on and I was like, am I going to have to pee? And then I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to go because like then I'm going to make a whole thing, but I do have to pee too. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to take a pee break? Pee break. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Give us a second. I'm back. I want to say I'm really thankful for you not being here when I got back because I'm not wearing pants. So I had to very meticulously get up so you didn't see that I wasn't wearing pants. And then I was thinking about it on the toilet. I was like, how am I going to sit down if she's already there and not show that I'm not wearing pants? So I'm very (laughs) thankful that I didn't have to figure that out. Um, Should we go to our next a uh, question that we have. What is that? This is this is where we're gonna go off the rails. I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> people are gonna know we're weird. <laughs> How do we know each other in our past lives? Get in real. We're going real deep. Well, we believe in reincarnation, and we're not saying you have to believe in it too. It's just what we feel is right and good, and blah blah blah. Um, which basically means that we've had other lives and specifically other lives on other planets. Uh, so we feel like we're star seeds. Uh, yeah, we believe because also like, here's my thing. This is what I believe. We cannot be the only ones in this whole universe. Like that just seems a little crazy and far fetched. Yeah. Far fetched to me. There (laughs) gotta be other, other beings that mm-hmm. would be called, I guess, would be aliens in the universe. Like, why would all of this be built for one planet? It just doesn't make sense to me. So. Correct. Once I got to into, like, reading Akashic Records, I went and figured out how me and Sarah, like, met in a past life. Mm-hmm. And, like, what brought us here. Um, and I don't know all the details, but I can tell you what I do know, which is... Uh, she was vacationing where I was living <laughs> and I never go to her planet. She's from Sirius. Um, a, I believe. And I don't usually mm-hmm. go there cause I, I guess I felt like it was like boring. <laughs> That's fair. We do. I mean, at least I get very excited on very mundane activities. So <laughs> That's fantastic. So I met her and I, she found me really annoying at first. <laughs> then I proceeded to uh charm her with my uh I don't even know what my wit my my funness I don't even know but I, I was annoying to her um 
and I think that's honestly maybe what kept me going talking to her because I could sense the annoyance and I was like, let's see how far we can go. <laughs> I like to push people. It's a thing I'm working on. Uh, but basically we became besties. I'm pretty sure I was working for like the GFL or something and they needed volunteers and I was like, hey, they need volunteers. Let's do this. And you were like, no, thank you. And I was like, but we should do this. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> and so you reincarnated with me here on earth to be the first wave of volunteers or i'll explain it really quickly read dolores cannon's book the first wave of if you want to know more but basically they sensed that earth was like moving from 3d to 5d so they but like they were struggling so they needed volunteer star seeds to go down to earth raise the vibration and help them out a little bit um you know, I was all gung-ho because I'm always gung-ho for everything. And you were a little bit more apprehensive as, you know, one one should be. One should be. <laughs> as uh, I am. <laughs> uh, but I'm just like, you bring me a new idea. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Don't think it, just do it. Um, and so we we came, we came here. And that's, I think that's, that's, that's the gist of it. I mean, you've only had one life so there's not really much else to tell besides that yeah that's that's also another interesting part is like emily's lived like so many like hundreds and hundreds of lives this is only my second life yeah. which means i'm like a very um i've only lived one life before this which is interesting which probably makes sense as to why i'm always like super nervous because i'm like this is all very foreign what are we doing like <laughs> um, right and that's not to say like um, cause there are multiple timelines happening at once. So like while we're living our like second life, we're also living our like 500th life. This just happens to be our, like time is not really linear. So like your 500th life, Sarah could be like in ancient Egypt. It doesn't really like work like on a linear timeline. Like we think it does because time doesn't right. really exist, um, in the, in the human concept at least. Right. Yeah. But yeah, she convinced me to come down to Earth with her. And now that's why we are both here living, just living and things. Doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's funny how we came down and then we went to the same uh, preschool and then like we like didn't see each other and then saw each other again. I think that's very mm. fascinating. Like, I wonder and you came first. You're older than me by a couple months. That's also interesting too. I was going to say, I wonder if the preschool had something to do with, like, our development as star seeds or something. Like, there was something we needed to learn there that, like, we wouldn't have gotten elsewhere. Maybe. That's why we chose that specifically. Or maybe it was just so that you would you would feel more comfortable speaking to me. Maybe. Or just, like, feel more comfortable in general because you were there, even though, like, I don't think we ever really talked that much in preschool together. No, I didn't remember you. <laughs> yeah I didn't talk to anyone like I we went through this whole thing and she's like telling me oh yeah I was friends with this person this person I'm like did I talk to anyone in preschool <laughs> that's how we know each other in our um here life in our past life and ooh, okay so do you want to do the um reddit stuff or do you want to do the um one more question before we go to the reddit stuff oh my god I don't even remember the Reddit stuff. We can do one more question. No, we should go to the Reddit stuff and then do the question. Let's oh, the Reddit is like the relationship stuff. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So we pulled questions from Reddit that were like relationship 
questions because obviously the podcast isn't out yet for you to send in your own questions yeah but when it is oh we should like give them our email so they can send us questions Ooh, that's smart (laughs) yeah we should so if you want us to answer your advice questions because you think we're such uh smart people email us at blank the blanket burritos at gmail.com um the link will be down below or in the description Cool. <laughs> we sound like real professional ladies. I love it. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just fun because you hear other people say it and you're like, oh, it's happening. We're saying it. Like, yeah, I like I have to think about what they said and I'm like, okay, try to model it as best you can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what are what are our Reddit questions? Um, is it so the first one is is it normal for me not to want to hear about a person's ex I think it depends I think it depends yeah Uh, is the person literally using them and talking about them all the time I think it's normal for you to be like okay clearly yeah you're not over them you're not in a place for this to happen because you're in that place. <laughs> no. I think if they like constantly bring it up, that's definitely a red flag. And I'm, I'm curious if like, are they bringing it up because they're like using it as an excuse for something and not trying to heal um, their own past trauma, which like if they're not getting help or not trying to help themselves, then like, no, like leave them run away. Um, but if they're just casually mentioning it offhand sometimes, I think that's okay. But I think this person specifically, if I remember, he said that, like, he's just been on, like, random dates with people. Mm-hmm. And they just bring it up. And, like, all of them do. Which I think is one, like, a limiting belief. Because, like, if you believe that, like, oh, this person's going to bring up their ex, then they're going to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, but that aside, like, law of attraction stuff aside... Um, I don't know. I guess, like, like what I said, like, are they, why are they bringing up their ex? Like, are they yeah. bringing it up to have a discussion so that, like, they're not wasting their time? Right. That's valid. Um, yeah. I don't think, like, not okay, or it's, yeah, it's not okay to never talk about your ex. No, it'll happen, but I don't think, I think where it gets problematic is when they're always talking about it, or if they're using it as a comparison, and that's, like, mm-hmm. dangerous, too. Those are only only two things I can think of, like, if it's, like, you know, in a negative and constant and, you know. Yeah, talk more about the comparison thing. I like that. I don't know, but I just just imagine someone, I mean, I don't know because I I haven't dated many people, but Mm -hmm. I just imagine someone, if they're always talking about it, they're either not over it or they're talking about it to be like, oh, well, like, this person did it this way or this person Mm -hmm. this when you're talking about something else and that's not good either. Cause then it's like, well, I'm not that person. I don't know. what's, And then that also leads to, they're probably not over it. Like, (laughs) Oh yeah. Like I remember when I dated someone and I was very much not over this ex, like I dated this person to like try to get over them. And that was not a good idea. Don't do that. I was comparing them constantly. Interesting them so i think that if they're comparing you that could also be like an indication like they're probably not over them yeah um not for everyone obviously but 
I think that could be a thing as well. Right. Whew, what's the next question? That was a that was a biggie. Um, this one is kind of general. Um, how do I be emotionally open to dating? Ooh, we did that one for you because you need help with this as well. Oh yes, I'm not emotionally. I'm emotionally as um, co-star says, emotionally repressed. <laughs> yes, can we talk about that? Yeah, but I was reading the description for co-star for my Moon and Capricorn, and they told me I was emotionally repressed, and I was like. They're not wrong, but rude. <laughs> they tell me I'm repressed too, basically, for other reasons. Yeah, I am a Capricorn. Single, every single thing that you have Capricorn in, it, there's like a, oh, you're repressed in this way. And it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> repressed. <laughs> this episode of Blanket Burritos is brought to you by the word repressed. <laughs> repressed. Hashtag Capricorn season. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So how have you dealt with trying to get past you being, what was, what did they say? That they're not open. Oh yeah. How did you get like past or at least try to? That's hard. I just, I don't think I'm ever like I tried. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was just going against like things that like are important to me. So like the problem, I just I think it's just because I haven't had a lot of luck in general with people I've met. I would say, yeah. um, so the people are just not you know not you, know, not the best. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't think what I'm asking for is irrational. Um, no, it's not. And they're not willing to provide me with those things. I don't want anything to do right. with it. And it's so, very interesting that you've had that boundary set up very, very early on, whereas, like, I've had to learn through relationships, like, what I am going to tolerate and what I'm not willing to tolerate, whereas you just, like, knew right off the bat, like, I knew, but I was like, oh, like, maybe I can deal with this, and I couldn't, Mm -hmm. so. Well, I mean, the most recent incident, I tried to be more open, because I'm like, you can't always, like, my thing was, like, well, the other way is not getting me anywhere. (laughs) So let's try to be a little bit more or less judgmental. I thought I was being judgmental. I wasn't mm-hmm. being judgmental. No. I, um, and again, it still didn't work out because at the end of the day, there are, re- there are things that I want that people, and it's not, I don't think it's not being emotionally open. It's just knowing that like you want certain things and if they're not willing to like do or like um, specific things, this yeah. sounds like I'm a bad person, I feel like. Um, no, it just sounded like you were, like, a really kinky person, like, specific things. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, well, okay. Um, you know, just be, like, normal and, like, get to know me first. Like, oh, I, like, I yeah. I need a slow. Very, very sexual, whereas, like, you are want to go slow. Yeah. And you're not. I'm not willing to have it any not, other way. Yeah, you're not extremely comfortable with intimacy and you deserve somebody who will understand that and yeah. I, mean, I don't think you're asking for too much there so. yeah so I mean I don't even know if it's not being emotionally open it's just like listen it's gonna take like I don't trust most people what makes you think I'm gonna trust you I met you two days ago like <laughs> I'll tell you a story about the day that I knew you trusted me it was in seventh grade 
and told me who you had a crush on and I knew that was a really big deal because you don't tell people like who you have crushes on right and I was like, oh my god she trusts me <laughs> and that meant the world to me and you don't even remember it so like no. the big moment in our friendship you don't even remember <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that was a big deal and that happened 14 years ago and I still remember it <laughs> Anyway, but this guy was also like, and I feel like a lot of people try to do this, which is totally not okay to do. Um, but there are a lot of girls who were like me, who uh, will give in to, like, they'll set boundaries, but then they'll give in because they either want to keep the relationship or like, I don't know, another reason, like they think they can deal with it, whatever. To be fair, I gave in a little, but not a lot. <laughs> don't try to don't try to change a Capricorn. It's not going to work. That's his own fault. So, <laughs> or, or really any Earth sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that's a thing where like you're you're really just upholding boundaries, and I think men have learned over the years that there are a lot of women who are willing to compromise their boundaries just to not be alone or what have you, or because they love the person and they want to try to make it work. And because of that, they are a bit more pushy because they think if they're pushy, that they'll get somewhere with you. And that's just like not a thing for you. Like you do not like that. You do not tolerate that, which I love. No. Yeah, he was very pushy at some at certain points, and I think he realized at the end, like I wasn't going to budge. Which I love. Keep holding those boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. But that's why I think you're struggling with that because there are a lot of people and me included up until recently. And I still, I feel, I don't know, um, do compromise on the things they want in order to, because they like the person or they want, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, now I don't even think I was necessarily like emotionally closed or repressed. I feel like it's just, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just not willing to compromise on what I want. So, yeah. huh, I'm not repressed. <laughs> hey, we learned something today. We did. Okay, we go back to the Reddit post. I'll like pause the episode and see like specifically what the heck this guy was doing. Anyway, what were you talking about? Oh yeah, I couldn't find what the question was, but okay. Um, how to be a more emotionally open. Let's see. I think you have to be patient with yourself more than anything. Um, And if you aren't emotionally open, then like maybe that means that you have more work to do on yourself before you even try to be in a relationship with somebody Uh, and be more emotionally open with yourself and sit with your feelings and I like identify and label them and maybe like don't identify with them but just label them and sit with them. And once you get more comfortable feeling those emotions, even like the icky ones, maybe you'll be more comfortable and more open to experiencing other emotions. Right. That's good. That's actually very good advice. Oh, then go. <laughs> I pulled it out of my asshole. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what a great image. All right. We have one more. We have one more question. Oh, what is that? Not relationship question, just general question. Okay, what is that? Um, that we'll end with. 
why did we choose the name Blanket Burritos? Well, we were trying to figure out a name and we were like tossing a lot of stuff around. We thought of one thing and then I was like in my daily Blanket Burrito because that's where I feel safe. A lot of the times, uh, Sarah will call me and I'll be like, it'll just be dark. And she'll be like, oh, how you doing? (laughs) You're just like, I'm in my blanket burrito. (laughs) I call it cocooning a lot. And then I emerge a beautiful butterfly. Um, But basically, like, the idea is that blanket burritos are kind of a safe space where you're allowed to, like, well, it's really just, like, be comfortable, but also you're allowed to, like, make mistakes and not be your full, <clears throat> like, higher self or best self. Like, you can be kind of, uh, you can make mistakes and play and figure stuff out. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. I'm sorry. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's the idea. Is like, blanket burrito also sounds very comfortable. It's supposed to be, like you said, a safe space. So, like, like what's more comfortable than like being in a blanket and stuff and like cozy mm-hmm. and stuff yeah that's yeah. that's where we feel like we can thrive <laughs> yes pretty much it's like and we also just really like being comfortable and cozy like that's kind of our aesthetic as people yeah <laughs> like we're in sweats really? most of the time <laughs> so i've been getting really into for winter though like um like flannelly fuzzy pajama pants that's a mood. I like that. I'm really into those. And I wear those occasionally, but then I get too hot and panic and take them off. <laughs> I have a really big issue with temperature, and I don't know why, but I can't figure out if I'm hot or cold constantly. <laughs> so. That's so funny. I'm just always cold. When in doubt, always cold. Actually, that's a lie. Because when I'm in my apartment and the heat is literally blasting and you might as well be sunbathing, I am... Mm-hmm so hot like i'm sweating in the middle of the night i have to have a window open in the winter a reptile a reptile oh because it's like a good like it's a good temp well i think i think that's all we have for today oh my god well thank you so hold on let me finish eating before i (laughs) before i end this Where's my water? She's choking on mashed potatoes, ladies ladies and gentlemen. Just thought I'd let you guys know. (laughs) I've been having a craving for mashed potatoes a lot recently. And so I bought like two giant bins of like four to six sized servings of mashed potatoes that I eat like periodically throughout the day Um, because I'm a scavenger. I don't just like eat like three giant meals like everyone else. I have to be weird. She's like a nibbler, like a snacker. Yes, that's the right word. But also, I just like, I just want to protest eating in general because I really hate eating. And if I could not eat for the rest of my life, I would be so happy because it's just such an inconvenience for me. Because I forget that eating exists a lot of the time until I'm hungry and nauseous. And yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, a big thing about ADHD is hyper-focus. So, like, when we're hyper-focused on something, so if I'm, like, writing a paper or doing work, like, I'll forget that food exists. 
and then uh-huh. it'll be like eight o'clock at night and all of a sudden I'll be dizzy and nauseous and I'll be like what the heck's going on and I'll be like oh I didn't eat <laughs> all day <laughs> meanwhile like literally eating is my favorite part of the day like I'm the complete opposite I love food so much it's like it's a problem but I never understood you guys in that Oh no, it's stuck. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, I was so excited to like, you know, have that release and now it's just, oh, I'm disappointed. I disappointed our viewers too. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, thank you so much for watching the second episode of Blanket Burritos. <laughs> yeah, I would like to thank you guys for continuing on this ride with us and uh we'll see we'll see you guys i guess the next episode what are we going to talk about the next episode that'll be fun tell them what we're going to talk about that'll spoil stuff i know i well we don't even know what we're going to talk about they don't have to know that i was trying to cover it up (laughs) i'm just saying i'm excited don't forget that this episode is brought to you by the word request and Thank you for watching. Yes, thank you. (laughs)